It's that time of year again. A lot of excitement is upon us with the NBA Christmas schedule tucked nicely in our stockings, as well as an even bigger gift that needs to go under the tree, and that's Liam's Locks, so don't miss out. We also got into the Westbrook and Wall trade, and uh-oh, Houston, we have a problem. But first, know it all, show them a proper jingle. Okay, we're back with week four of our podcast. You know, it's exciting times. Basketball is revving up. We got our juices flowing. Honestly, man, thing, big things are coming. Big things are coming. So, Liam, how do you feel? Well, as you, I don't know if you can see. Um, well, you can see. <laughs> listeners can't. I've got my University of Kentucky sweater on. Nice sweater. Um, but I'm actually kind of wearing it in shame, unfortunately, this week after couple performances Kentucky's a one in three college basketball team Daniel a one in three college basketball <sighs> I, know. I know to hear it hurts to to think about I just can't quite wrap my head around that fact you, you um, know what I want to say I'm a little shocked but I'm not surprised I'm not totally surprised we'll get into that a little <laughs> bit later I'm not totally surprised because yeah. they always start slow yeah. with uh, the young bloods mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. one in th- well, one in three is a little unacceptable. That's a little crazy. <clears throat> yeah, honestly, like, well, you have the Richmond, like, seeing how good Richmond is now. Um, we'll get into it later, but seeing how good Richmond is now, that's not a terrible loss. But the other two, yeah, honestly, not not horrible losses. All three of them. I'll I'll back that on. I'll back that up later. But uh, no, outside of that, feeling pretty good, man. We're almost there. Schedule is out. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yep. Christmas Day is coming soon with some big games on Christmas Day that I'm sure we'll talk about. So, uh, yeah, I'm almost I got a couple weeks more before my Christmas break and I'll be spending a lot of that time yeah. prepping for fantasy for sure, basketball, sure. which is coming back. I'm hoping to have a nice fantasy basketball argument with you. We've been too nice to each other on this show. We got to start. Laying I know down, we have been laying down the law. It's funny. Corner. We've been uh, we've been saving it all for like the group chats because we're, we're super spicy in the group chats. And then when we come on here, we're like, yeah. oh, OK, best when, friends. Shake hands. Yeah, exactly. You know, when I see your well face, done, I, well just, answer. I just can't stay mad at that face. <laughs> Exactly, um, exactly. But I'm gonna try my best today. That. So there's just so much to look forward to. Yes, yes, so much. And we're just gonna dive right into it with the first topic at hand, which was I'm happy this happened because we just needed some big news. We did, right? We just needed something to start off right out the bat. Some big news. Uh we've got news today, or not today, but uh, earlier this week that John Wall uh was traded uh for Russell Russell Westbrook. And there was a pick obviously alongside John Wall, but that was the core of the deal. And so first and foremost, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, my initial thoughts were selfishly thinking about how it affects my fantasy team because I have John Wall <laughs> and I don't think it's yeah, great yeah. for fantasy. But I don't know, man. This was kind of like, it is super big news, but it's also kind of like mm-hmm. two players that like if this happened like four years ago, then it would have been humongous, super huge yes, news. Yes, it would have been. Now it's it kind of like, like, I mean, it's, it's still big news. It's still it's big still news, big but, news yes, but it's kind of like, it would uh, be catastrophic. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. okay, these two, it makes sense. It's a trade that makes sense. I think both were kind of looking to be moved on or move on. Yeah. Needed a change of scenery. And basically just, their both salaries are so bad that they were like, it's oh, so identical to trade, <laughs> trade awful, awful contract for awful contract and uh change of scenery. Yeah. See what happens. I do think obviously, <laughs> Russell it's Westbrook. funny uh, before before you uh, yeah. before you move on. It's funny because like um, 
it's kind of like a trade like we would make in fantasy basketball. Yeah. Like, it's like one yeah, of those. Seriously. <laughs> why not? Yeah. This is like yeah. Austin Rebello and Dev like hitting the why not button. Yeah. Just yeah, they love yeah. Like my, t- like my, my, my team sucks. Your team sucks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just let's just sure. do it. Let's Wall do for it. Westbrook. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I love that. But yeah, um, sorry. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna. I don't like Russell Westbrook as a player. I like his attitude towards basketball. Love how much he cares yeah. about the game. I don't think he's a smart player. Don't think he is a winning player. But I think he's okay, more impactful than than John Wall. Um, yeah, because like, obviously John Wall hasn't played for two years. Yeah. Like you're kind of, yeah, for sure to begin with, they're similar players, right? Uh, mm-hmm. really athletic, a little bit older. Yeah. Um, yep. kind of at the same phase of their career where the athleticism might be wearing, waning a little bit. Um, exactly. So, but to begin with Westbrook has a higher ceiling because he's been an MVP, whether that was deserved or not, whether that was stat padding or not, he's been an MVP. John Wall has never been on that level. And Westbrook's just a lot healthier than Wall. They're similar in age. Maybe Westbrook's a couple years older. But yeah, in terms of body age and term and like injury wear and tear, I think maybe Wall is a bit more well, more injury prone and more older in the sense of injuries than than Westbrook is. So I just think that's a that's a win for for Washington for sure. Getting Westbrook, um, for those reasons, just that better player with less injury history and less unknowns. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And it was funny you say that because at first glance, when I first saw the trade, I was like, okay, it's kind of fair for like both sides and stuff like that. That Washington gets uh, gives up a pick, understand, understandably, because Westbrook's an MVP. But then I look at it further and like I remind myself, like I get I got lost in like the wall effect because I just remember all the good how good John Wall was yeah. when he was healthy in Washington. And then fantasy wise, he was an absolute stud, obviously. And then I like remind myself, like, man, this guy hasn't played basketball yeah. in like two to three years. No kidding. Like he hasn't played basketball. And I'm like, okay, I, I fell in love with it at first in terms of like the fairness for both teams. But like I'm not, after like looking at that like aspect of it, I'm like, nah. Like, like Wizards. They they won that trade because There's they also, not only get an MVP. Yeah, sorry. No, you go, ahead. you go, you finish. They they honestly they get an MVP. They like granted, like you said, he is in the, the kind of the tail end. He's like decli- declining a little bit, but he's still Westbrook, right? He's still Westbrook. Um, they pair him up with someone like Bradley Beal, who's a good shooter. Um, he's ascending as like like a superstar in this league. I would say he was like last season. He was like probably ten top ten fifteen player in the league. I would say. Granted, he was like, on a losing losing team, which is unfortunate, but Beal. Uh, I definitely think, yeah, Beal. Yeah, yeah. No, I think like hopefully he shares the ball with Beal, man, because Beal's a better player than yeah. Westbrook at this point. So yeah, and Beal was fired exactly. Last so, year. <laughs> exactly. So that that was those are one of the things. But like just in terms of just like pure optics and in a vacuum, like with everything you take anything in consideration, not like situation wise, like they won that trade. Like Westbrook's a better player. Yeah. Um. Right. For sure, short like the next two years for sure, I would say unless Wall somehow really impresses us, um, for sure the first two years Westbrook's gonna win, uh, in terms of that aspect. But after that, it, maybe Wall could catch up just because Westbrook is two years older and being a super super athletic guard and also having some um, some injury issues prior injury issues could affect him. But definitely the next two years, I hundred percent think the Wizards win that trade on like on the surface. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I was going to say uh, 
like what is this what is the ceiling for the wizards like so yeah, i'm gonna say their question. cap is six six seed losing the first round <laughs> six that's, that's actually like i mean i definitely have first round exit um i was gonna say seven eight mm-hmm. i was gonna say probably eight pl- and then the play in for sure like, yeah i minimum wouldn't argue is that honestly i'm gonna say their absolute say ceiling eight. max is six be- because because if you look at the teams in the east like i I could ring off like six six seven teams right now they'll make it for sure unless obviously like granted like an injury to a team obviously you can never predict that but like right now it's like boston philly um brooklyn with kd and Kyrie, uh milwaukee celtics uh milwaukee the heat the raptors and and the raptors did i say raptors that's six no? right boston that's seven, philly that's seven. brooklyn Milwaukee, Toronto, Miami. Six. Yeah, what what did not did I not say do we did not list uh Yeah, so it would be six, I think. I don't know. Anyways, but six or seven teams. Plus you have Charlotte, we have San Gordon Hayward, and they have a pretty young core coming up. Indiana. Um like you have like Indiana, you definitely have teams contending to be out there up there. So I would say like eight. Yeah. Play in minimum. Yeah. I would say I would say seven at most. Honestly, the East is low key a little deeper than it's been in years, right? Like we just listed it six has been. pretty good teams. I don't think but Indiana like, okay. or Charlotte's good, but I think those six yeah. teams the, we listed the, are, are good. The six, yeah, the six we lifted listed are definitely like really good. I would put them up there with like contending with like some of the top teams in the West in terms of quality of like teams. Yeah. Um Toronto will be a little bit down this year. Uh, they're still gonna have amazing team chemistry and play amazing defense, but mm-hmm. and they'll still be like a contender. I feel in, in that just just for the East, like I don't think they're a contender for the title this year. Toronto's a but team you trust. East. You just trust that team yeah. to get the job done and maximize their their potential. Exactly, exactly. And those six teams are super solid. Um, so yeah, like just just based off those six teams, it's kind of hard to say Washington's gonna be six or seven really because you have so many teams vying for those last few spots. Yeah. Um, granted, those teams are all gonna like equally as bad as Washington. Um, so, but I think, I think that that's their, that's their ceiling for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was going to say this might be taking a bit of a, uh, a bit of a swerve, but is the East now that I'm thinking about it, is the East deeper than the West this year? Can we name six teams deeper? that are that quality, that much quality in the West? Okay. When like define deeper though, cause when I think deeper, I think like one to like 10. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll be specific one to six yeah. stronger. Those six that we just named in the East. Milwaukee, Boston, Brooklyn, Toronto, Miami, and I'm and Philadelphia. Is there is the six top six in the West better than that? I have a hard time believing it will be. The Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Blazers, the Suns. Uh, well, I don't know. Mavs. I don't know if I'd put. I don't even know if I put Warriors there. Um, because Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. I'd probably put like. So you said Lakers, you mentioned Clippers. Uh, I would say Mavericks, depending on... Well, I think Mavericks no matter what, but yeah. depending on Kristaps, whether they're in that like upper tier, like upper echelon of like the West teams. Um, I would say Denver for sure, uh, Portland for sure, and then you could throw in like Suns maybe, um, or like... Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Who's at those final spots? Maybe New maybe Orleans, depending on how they come together. The Pelicans, yeah um yeah but i would say like i don't know that that that, fo- that five if chris ops is healthy is really good like, yeah though, like the five in the west 
Yeah, and like you have the Lakers. I kind of like. I, we'll save this for when we do like a rankings pod, like next week. Yeah. But um, I, I definitely think the Lakers are kind of in their own little tier at the top right now. Yeah, in my I agree. Opinion. Yeah, so I'm definitely top heavy. West is still top heavier than the than the East. Uh, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's far off though. Like I wouldn't yeah. say it's super far off. Like I don't think as far because like, in I don't the past think... it's been really like that seven eight seeds in the East are garbage. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's good teams in the West missing the playoffs, right? So it's definitely yeah, the exactly. gap is closed a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I definitely think the top six, um, the gap has closed a lot in terms of, like, top six teams, top five teams in respective uh, conferences. But I think the rest, like, after that, for um, the East, it's all, like, garbage. to be Like, for the most part. Like, compared to the West. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think, I think in, ter- in that respect, I think the West is definitely deeper. But they're definitely the top six... Definitely gotten a lot better because you take you take KD away from the West, you take like Westbrook away from the West too, um, so like you you take away some superstars and bring them to the East and definitely subtracts a little. But you also have like budding superstars like you have Zion, you'll have your your Lucas, right? So um, I think it's definitely going to be a fun season to watch. Um, I definitely uh, watching the East and then the race for like the top one or two positions will be really fun to see more more so this year than it was last year. And I definitely and definitely think it's going to be a good season to watch. And But, like, to your question, I know we're babbling, but to your question, yeah, I think the, the West is still deeper, though. Yeah, fair enough. I guess, I guess, we'll, uh, I guess we'll just see. <laughs> I guess we'll just see. Yeah, and al- so also kind of circling back to um, the John Wall and Westbrook trade. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about, like, John Wall's, like, injury, like, in his recovery? How, how do you think that's going to go? Well, I was going to say, actually, I've heard uh... – I've heard murmurs that he's out of shape and like, he's a, yeah. Yeah. I've heard people say that he wasn't really like, he hasn't been obviously pandemic and whatever, but you still can yeah. get in shape. Um, I've mm-hmm. murmurs keeping my ear to the ground as we always do here on the Dos Compass podcast. Yeah. So to that, to that point, um, I actually saw, um, yeah, actually, did you see that video recently? It came out like today, I think, or last night. Of like John Wall's like kind of return to like playing and like in the Houston like gear in a gym, you can see him like sprinting and stuff, and they have like special effects like some slow motion shooting. Have you seen that video? No. Okay, it's, they make it super like enticing and super like fun for like a superstar like John Wall to come back. But they have him like they show him like sprinting, and maybe they sped it up a like point two two to make it look like he's a little bit faster than he is. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> but he seemed pretty good. Like I'm not I'm not saying he is, but like just yeah, for that video, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Well, there he that also marketing team. I believe he hired also, that marketing team yeah. again. He's also come <laughs> out and as any player would and say like, oh, best shape of my life, you know, doing the whole trip. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said yeah, he's been playing with the G League team all summer and getting reps mm-hmm. and getting shots up and all that stuff. So I guess we'll just see what yeah. happens. Obviously, and players yeah. going to say that, but I don't know. It's a tough injury and, and to come the, back, man. I, Two years off. Yeah, and there's not that many that do, right? No, exactly. And especially for an explosive, like, I mean... He's like, he, like you said, he relies heavily on his athleticism to play, and like I know people are, my, my, some people might be saying, oh, but Kevin Durant ruptured his Achilles too. But like Kevin Durant is such a unique player, yeah, and he's such a like, a, like a dead eye shooter, a yeah. dead eye shooter. He's six eleven, like it's like he's he's something completely different from what Wall is. So we can't compare that. Um, I've also like heard that because 
kind of we go like a little bit to the trade. Harden and Beal had to give the green light for this to happen. Like for sure, there's no way the GMs went like pulled the pulled the trigger without letting their superstars know like we're gonna be doing this. Are you okay with it? Yeah. Right? Well, I think Beal maybe, but do you think James Harden? Because do you think he's really? I definitely think so. Because I think I definitely think so. Because James Harden. So I want to talk about him. Can we move on to to Harden now? Whether this means yeah, he yeah, gets yeah, traded yeah, for or sure. Not? I mean, it's a good segue. It's a yeah, good segue. Because I think because Harden has been on like Lil Baby's Instagram story. He's been in like Vegas at strip clubs. He's not showing yeah, up to. I want to bring that up too. He's not showing up to their training camp. So I think James Harden's yeah. going rogue at this point. Like what? A, still, still unknown. Still unknown whether the strip club and Lil Baby's birthday is uh put two and two together, but. <laughs> 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 we like, don't know if those are the same situation but. man i gotta say like i thought we spoke a bit about harden last time but i just don't like that guy i don't like that behavior from him like he's just <laughs> to be gonna- fair i saw i saw a tweet from a blogger i think he's like works for houston and it's like we we're always poking fun of the fact that harden would be going to strip clubs and stuff so why are we all complaining about it now Apparently he's yeah. had a habit of just going to like like part like to party and like to go to different like concerts and trip clubs and yeah, clubs enough, and stuff. So he doesn't he hasn't done it with first of all without a mask, which is different in this climate. All the yeah. videos he didn't have mask. Second of all, it's training camp. Like that's cool if you want to party and go to strip clubs in your off time, but you can't just blow off training camp for that. Yeah, but 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 it's funny. It's funny because like it's more. It's not because of like the mask or anything. It's more like you've known this behavior to be a thing. Yeah. And like, so why are, why are you like surprised that it's happening right now? Right. Especially yeah. when he's, he's that, he put to known that he's wanted a trade. He doesn't want to be in Houston. So like, so I mean, just, he's, I feel he so said he's going to come back and he's honoring and it. To that, I no, would no, say, I, I don't, like, I, I, I agree with you. I agree yeah, with I you that like, it's bad, but I'm, to yeah, that, but I'm saying like, are, why are you surprised? To that, I would say, maybe I'm not surprised, but I'm certainly not, uh, like I cert- it doesn't make me dislike it any less, type of thing. Of course, of course, yeah, I totally understand, and I agree with you. I'm on, I'm on your side. I yeah. don't think he should be doing this. He shouldn't be like kind of putting like Houston on a, another like kind of bad situation. Even like even the coach, um, Stephen Silas was like, uh, what there was a quote saying something like he's um, something basically like an onus on James Harden to like tell him what's going on. It's not on like the Houston to like say what's happening. It's kind of on James Harden to come out and say it. And he's like, right, like it's James Harden hasn't said anything yet. Um, he's said that he's going to report soon, but I mean, he has to go through the proper protocol to be able to report to, to workouts, right? And to, and to well, yeah, and train if he's with the been team, so. across the country partying without a mask, the team's going to be like, what the hell, dude? Like, I don't want you to report yeah. up in here when we've been actually following the safety protocols and yeah. everything. So, that's yeah, just exactly. another aspect to it that kind of grinds my gears yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and kind anyways, of going. Staying on to Harden, I kind of just want to add this. Um, I read, I saw that apparently James Harden had a preference of John Wall over Westbrook, according to Woj. Fair enough. Yeah, but apparently, do you yeah. believe that if he's if he had a, if he was like, yeah, man, I'm psyched to work with John Wall. Like, yeah, would he be in Vegas at the strip club instead of being at training camp? Like, I f- kind of feel like I mean, whatever that quote is, take it with a grain of salt because his actions are kind of saying yeah. a different thing, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. But there's also I mean, don't quote me on this, but I think there's been other superstars that haven't, like, I mean, they're not going to strip clubs and stuff, but they haven't reported yet, like, right away to training camp. Like, they're not, like, the first ones in line to Yeah. Go. I guess it's so, a, it's a, I mean, it's I could a be wrong about that, but. It's also a different restart to the season. So it could, we could yeah, see exactly. things. 
I don't necessarily yeah. I believe. Wrong, I could be wrong. I don't. I don't necessarily believe anything Harden says at this point. Like, oh, I'd rather play. Yeah. With it. it seems like he just wants out, and that's. I mean, I, I mean, it. and I think I think this was one of like the like die that fell, in like in the right way where it's like, hey, like I mean, you kind of know now that the Harden departure is kind of going to happen because one, it was either going to force Westbrook, like not force them, but like kind of force them to to make it work and see how how it goes from there with a new coach. Also, apparently Westbrook and Harden weren't a big fan of Stephen Salas' hiring, which is a little bit unfortunate, but apparently that was a rumor. So a new coach, new GM, and like you're going to hopefully try to make it work. But and with Westbrook being traded and injured John Wall coming in, I don't know if like this is really like Houston's in shambles right now. I don't even think Harden wants to be there. Like it's not that he hates Houston. He just wants to win. And that's why I say, Dan, like that's why I would not be. And I don't think they have been consulting Harden about what do you let think about this move? Because. He's like, man, I don't even want to be here. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but but then again, they want Harden to stay, right? So why yeah. wouldn't you consult with Harden? Yeah, sure. But I wouldn't I I honestly wouldn't be like listening to him because he could just turn around and, and leave and then be like, leave yeah, you course, with the yeah. bag. <laughs> they could do that. Yeah, they could. They they most certainly could. So that's why I yeah, that's a good point. I, I definitely think they consulted him. Um, but that is a good point. They could have they could just not care. But I definitely think keeping Harden is probably the best option to even be remotely close of a being a good team. For sure, yeah. Uh, if they tra- <laughs> if they if they trade him, I don't know what package you would get. That'd be enough. You'd have to get and, like, the, not that the many- five first round pick package and whatever else. Yeah. So depends who it goes. I don't to, know. Obviously. I mean, yeah, and I mean, there wasn't like kind of to Westbrook's trade, like back to Westbrook and John Wall trade. There wasn't that much of a market for Westbrook. Well, no, because his if contract's you it, horrible. Right? You need to find an equally it's horrible co- yeah. contract and trade it. And and all the and all the people that needed point guard, like for example, Nick, the Knicks were a rumored team to for him to go do. That didn't happen. That dissolved pretty quickly. Charlotte was a very like a pretty like exciting prospect for him in terms of like right before the draft, but they drafted Lamelo, so that was kind of done. Yeah. Um. So they, what was really left was basically like the only two teams that could have actually made the trade possible, and that was Washington and um. And Houston, so, uh, and kind of, I guess, want to add on to the pick that was made, um, just to kind of ref- reference how not, I don't even know how to word this, how not great <laughs> that pick was. Uh, it's a first round pick, but it's a first round pick in the in twenty twenty three, and it's lottery protected. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. lottery protected. Um, the year after, so if that doesn't go through, it's top twelve protected in twenty twenty four. If that doesn't go through, it's top ten protected in twenty twenty five. If that doesn't go through, it's top eight protected in t- 2026. And then if that doesn't go through, it's two second round picks for sure in 2027. Imagine it turns into so, that. Like, <laughs> Washington yeah, sucks like, for so long still that. Uh... Like, like, it's like, I mean, that could very be, that could be possible. That could very well be possible. Yeah. Like who knows what's going to happen, right? Like Beal and Westbrook might not mesh together. Um, like I've, and, I mean, that's a good segue to what I want to talk about in terms of how do you think the chemistry is going to be between um, Westbrook and Beal? And what does Westbrook need to do in order for that to like kind of happen? Westbrook needs to not be a ball hog, man. Like he's kind of been most <laughs> of his career and share the yeah, load. Yeah. Like you realize he got better players. Realize Durant's mm-hmm. better. Let him take more shots. Realize Paul George is better. Let him take more shots. Realize James Harden yeah. is better. Let him have the ball at the end of the game instead of you dribbling the ball up and 
throwing it out of bounds like they did when they lost to uh when they were eliminated by or no like they did they weren't eliminated but I remember the OKC series Westbrook had the ball and was closing out games and that's why they were losing so yeah and they got pushed to step yeah. oh yeah so recognize that Beal's yeah. better than you and share the ball with him and yeah like be the distributor that's yeah. fine but Beal is going to be on ball as well he kind of shifted into a more of an on-ball role last mm-hmm. season so yeah, I don't think Westbrook's got that in him, man. I think he's got the mindset I don't, that I don't think so. I'm the guy. I can only hope for the best. I'm an MVP. Yeah, I'm gonna have mm. the ball in crunch time. This is my team, and exactly. I just don't like that's. He's got to share the ball and take a maybe a step back while still trying to be an effective player, like and using the skills that he does have, which are undeniable. But I don't think he's got the mental capacity to to make that shift. Yeah, and I think um, I totally agree with you. Um, I don't imagine it happening, but I hope it does for Beal's sake. For sure, Beal was one of, like I said, Beal was one of the best players in the NBA last year, top fifteen. Like in my in my opinion, he was just on a bad team, no accolades because he was on a bad team and he was losing. But if you look at his stats, he was an absolute monster, mm-hmm. and he's gotten so much better every year after year that Wall hasn't been playing. Um, and to Wall's credit, he his role was increased and he had to do so much because Beal wasn't there yet. Yeah. And it would have been nice to see Beal and uh, Wall kind of go out of yeah, this year. See, I think that would have been a better fit, see how honestly. they would have done. I think so, too. I think Wall at his prime, <laughs> just like Westbrook at his prime, Wall's a better passer, in my opinion. I think Wall's a better passer. Yeah. Um, I think he's Wall's a better three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. Not not by much because I don't think they're both like really no, effective three point shooters, that, but, but he is the stats. Yeah, but he is a better. He, yeah, I mean, he's a better three point shooter. Chucker and an absolute brick. Player. <laughs> so there's not yeah. it's not a high bar. He jumps. He, he jumps like three meters for like to to take a three point shot, like yeah. three meters high. I don't understand why he jumps so high to take a three, but anyway, because he that's can. That's point. what Russell uh, Westbrook does. He, he jumps <laughs> high. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So I think. That being said, that's Wallet is prime, and you're probably not going to get Wallet is prime now with all those injuries. So, yeah, Westbrook is an upgrade. Um, I just hope that Westbrook can be able to dial it back a little bit. You yeah. know, understand that. Look, like for Beal, for Beal to be able to excel, you got to have to take a like a little bit of a step back. It's it's Beal's it's Beal's team, and I think it's looking pretty nice because to begin with, Washington does have a lot of shooters. So yeah. if you're going to have Westbrook in a system, that's not terrible. You have Dallas True. Bertans, yeah. one of the best three-point shooters in the league last year as a big. Uh, Thomas Bryant, he could shoot threes. Um, you got to see how Rui Hashimura does, but I, yeah. I like I like him. Rui. He could take a little yeah. bit of a step, but I like him. I don't he was a rookie Rui. last year. I mean, he's a rookie. So if he takes a step, that'll be nice for Washington. But then you also have Bradley, Bradley Beal, who's a really good three-point shooter, right? Yeah. So, so I think it, it fits. I think I hope for the best for them, but yeah. I think, I think that's what Westbrook really needs to do to be able to make this work, in my opinion. Yeah, it's interesting because Westbrook's a better player, but Wall was kind of already talking like he was kind of already saying like this is Beal's team now. Like I would kind of def- defer yeah. to him a little bit, I and I just don't see Westbrook doing that. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, and I think kind of just to like tie a bow on this, I think it kind of all fell apart uh, mostly because I was hearing that. Uh, Beal, in Beal's opinion, I think this was from um, what's his name? It's like he was like a a reporter, a correspondent. He was a former player too. Uh, his name, last name's uh, Aldridge. What's his David Aldridge? David Aldridge. So he kind of said, I'm pretty sure it was him. He said that apparently Beal 
um, wasn't impressed or wasn't satisfied with how Wall was taking his like um, recovery and his um, like training towards back to how he was. Apparently, he wasn't taking it as seriously, so Beal wasn't really happy about that. Yeah. And I think the icing on the cake was I don't know if you saw, but when uh, the video emerged of Wall with the shirt off, basically putting up gang signs and like uh, and stuff like that at a party. Yeah, so apparently management was not happy about that, yeah. and apparently that kind of was like a little bit of icing on the cake thing, which is, could be a factor, right? A lot of t- organizations don't like seeing that kind of thing from their player, especially your star player, and especially when you haven't touched the court in I don't know how long. So, I mean, I don't think – I think it was kind of – there was a lot of talk saying they wanted to be play together and Wall's doing a step back, but there's also that those behind-the-scenes things that people didn't really realize at the time too. So, I don't know. It is what it is now. And I just hope for the best for the both of them. I hope Wall uh, puts out. I hope Westbrook balls out. And I hope they uh, actually do something. I'll be excited to see what they, what happens mm-hmm. this coming season. So kind of that that was actually a very like topic that I really want to talk about because there's so many layers to that. And I but this is another topic that I really want to dive into, and that's the NBA schedule. Woo! NBA schedule is out. Um. I'm a, we're not going to go through every single game, but let, let's just dive into the most important one, which is Christmas Day games. And then I'll talk to like the home, op- the, like the openers, which happened on the December 22nd. And then I'll give a kind of overall layout, which I mentioned in a previous pod of basically how what the NBA released in terms of schedule and how um, they're going to go about it. And we'll talk a little bit about COVID, too. All right on. So to begin, we will talk about the. Christmas Day games. So the Christmas Day games will start off with the Pelicans versus the Heat at 12 p.m. Golden State versus the Bucks at 2.30 p.m. The Nets versus Celtics at 5 p.m. Mavs versus Lakers at 8 p.m. And then Clippers versus Nuggets at 10.30 p.m. So not going to lie, I got me pretty excited for some of these matchups. We didn't get Lakers-Clippers like I was hoping for. But that is an opening day game. Yeah. Which we will talk about in which a little bit. Which would be bit. like right close to Christmas anyway, right? So exactly, just an early right? present yeah, so rather than waiting for actual actually, Christmas. For exactly. Actually, let's, let's just get into the opening day game now. Why not? Okay. Yeah. So we'll do get Golden well. State versus Brooklyn and Clippers versus Lakers. Mm-hmm. Opening day. And then the day after we have Bucks, Celtics, and Mavs Suns. So those that I listed are not all the games, obviously, but all the nationally televised games. So basically the ones that everyone's going to be able to see on your national networks. And then I'll throw in this because I'm a Rats fan, but the Rats versus New Orleans uh, at 7:30. I'll be I'll be tuning in for that one on the 23rd. But yeah, so what do you what do you think that Clippers Lakers banger on the first day? Oof, I'm excited to uh, hopefully watch LeBron cement his well not cement but uh, continue <laughs> his uh, his goat resume by laying a beat down yeah. on Kawhi and the Clippers. Man, I I like yeah, I like the really Lakers better than the Clippers. I just like LeBron better than. Uh, than those than those two to be honest um but yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a fantastic game they played opening night last year right and clippers took care of business yeah clippers won yeah and, and that's they, when everyone's like oh lakers are gonna the clippers are taking over the west yeah and uh lebron's lost his throne yeah like all that stuff yeah i know yeah. it's it's interesting because i always felt last season when they played like the clippers had the slight edge and would kind of would beat them more often than not i don't have stats on yeah. that, but it felt like they would yeah um, it did, yeah. But and especially because overall the media had like a lot of them picking Clippers to win the title, right? Yeah, and we were so kind of waiting to see the okay. Well, let's see what happens in the playoffs, and then the Clippers yeah. just never showed up to the fight, so we never got yeah. to see. It. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I would exactly. 
I'm going to go out and say, I'm going to say the Clippers win this game, win the battle, lose the war, win the game, have a worse season. That's fair. That's fair. That's a good prediction. Um, and it's kind of like to like to what you said. Let me throw in a soccer reference here. But like, you know, how you said they they were kind of they had the edge all season and then they just didn't show up in the playoffs. Yeah, it's kind of honestly like to me, it was kind of like Real Madrid's Champions League reign where <laughs> Real Madrid was steamrolling, steamrolling these teams, working their way through Champions League like it's nothing. Yeah. But the only team they could never outperform, it was Barcelona. Yeah. Regular season. Copa del Rey, anywhere, they could not beat them no matter what. But Bar- they would always make it so far. They would always make it to the finals and win, obviously. But Barcelona was never in that position to challenge them with when they needed to because they could always take them on because they weren't afraid of them. So I think it was a kind of something like that where if the Clippers, as poorly as they were playing, yeah, could think- p- played the Lakers in that final, I think it would have been a lot closer final than than people would have might have thought to yeah it's just because they know how, they're not afraid of them right no i agree man i still want to see like obviously the lakers title was well deserved but i do yeah, want to see them beat the clippers in a playoff series before i'm like oh, okay mm-hmm. this is really 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 good team because um, they yeah. kind of beat like they were probably the best team but they kind of beat like a portland team who lillard was hurt and that's all they had then a houston team that was just a mess and then a Denver team, which was not expected to be there. And then a Miami team, which was not yeah. expected to be there. I want to see them beat the Clippers in a seven-game series. Fair. Seven. I think they played, in my opinion, they played all the best teams they possibly could other than the Clippers. Yeah. Would you say that? Yeah, I guess like, so. I, I don't see any team that was, uh, there wasn't any team that, like Miami was probably the best team in the East at that point. Like the yeah, Bucks weren't. Um, I think... Yeah, like Denver, there was probably one of the best teams other than the Clippers. So, yeah, I mean, I would love to see that too. I totally agree with you. It would be amazing. So, hopefully we get that. We have that first day. We have Golden State Brooklyn, the other team opening up. And that's an interesting storyline with yeah. um, uh, KD playing against his old team. So, that will be fun to watch. But let's go back to the Christmas Day games, which is what is really important. Give me some of your favorites. Like, your one of your fa- the favorite matchup you have and then the least favorite that you're looking forward to that day. So I'm gonna I'm gonna actually say my least favorite is the uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> is the first one, and it's kind of interesting the because Pel- the Pelicans Pelican heat. heat, yeah. Just because yeah. we remember last season, <laughs> everyone was so hyped on Zion that I swear he had like half his games were national TV, or half the Pelicans games were national TV. But then Zion <laughs> wasn't like playing that, eh? for most of them, and then yeah. and the, yeah. the team sucked without him. So it was just such yeah. a buzzkill. Most of their games, they're just getting killed on national TV by actual good teams that deserve that TV slot. Um, so that was kind of interesting last year. And I feel like the Heat kind of get a, a raw end of the deal a little bit. Like they were the the finalists last year. And then on Christmas Day, they're playing, but it's the early game when, you know, it would be a yeah. little bit more prestigious or covered in the play in the, yeah, play the, in the cap, evening right? game, right? Yeah. Um, because, yeah, so I think that's time's kind of a... A couple of reasons why that to, might not be is to add though. Apparently, there was a report that I forgot who said it. I don't know if it was like the coach or Zion saying it himself. But apparently, he's not going to have really any limits towards playing time this year. Is what he said. Obviously, granted, you can't help COVID and injuries and stuff. But apparently, yeah. they will have like not really any limits. Yeah, to so, his minutes. So yeah. it should be better then. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Because I think that's the only reason why the Pelicans really got this time slot here was because. Of uh, the Zion effect. Oh, for sure. Like if Zion wasn't on that team, Pelicans would not be a, a Christmas Day game. Oh, ab- right? absolutely. 
Raps, Raps should then, have that game, man. I know, I Raps wish, but they didn't really perform that well. The, the, only, the only way the Raptors got it was because they were NBA champions. And even then, you could, oh, it was like, maybe maybe because we're I'm hurt because I'm a Raptors fan and I'm Canadian, but maybe it just felt like the NBA just never wanted to give it to them and they had to just win a championship to be able oh, to do that. That's exactly what they it ha- was. The rap, if the Raptors yeah, want to be yeah. playing on Christmas, they need to win the title. <laughs> yeah, so, like it's, the only it's criminal. Way it's get criminal. One. Yeah. It's because no one in America cares about the Raptors, so... Yeah. And then, like, the, I'm pretty sure the Canadian TV ratings don't even, like, translate to the American, so it looks way worse. That's why the finals were pretty bad in terms of TV ratings when the Raptors made, won it, because they don't translate directly. Uh, but anyway, so then we'll go... So what's your least favorite out of the five? That was my least favorite. Um, can you list oh, sorry, the other what's ones? your favorite? Can what's you list favorite? them quickly? So we got Refresh. Golden State versus Bucks is the next one. Nets versus Celtics is a 5 p.m. Mavs versus Lakers is 8 p.m. and then Clippers versus Nuggets is at 10:30 p.m. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Mavs versus versus Lakers, man. You know I'm on the Mavs train this year, and whenever <laughs> yeah, they played the Lakers last year, Luca and LeBron would just go at it, and it was super fun. Um, yeah. So I I see that game just being awesome, and Luca versus LeBron, um, the the big thing versus maybe the next big thing. Um, yeah. So I I like that one. Just great matchup. Uh, if Luca wins yeah, that I, game, I'll tell you there's the, there's the MVP case from the start to, <laughs> so we can honestly that that, that's you get that momentum early yeah and that, that could uh, that could carry you that could carry you honestly 100%. especially without Kristaps too yeah so because I'm pretty sure he's confirmed not starting the season so there'll be a little bit uh, shorthanded um, no that's a good that's a good one that was definitely one of I think that's why there's eight o'clock too for that reason um, that's definitely one I'm looking forward to for my uh, least and most favorite. I kind of just want to touch upon those storylines here. So the Nets Celtics would be very interesting because you got Kyrie playing the Celtics again. Oh, true. And yeah, I don't know. I love that. I don't know if like Kyrie's just gonna come up with like an injury, maybe yeah. like saying, "Oh, my I have a knee soreness. Didn't I'm not gonna play." Just so this, yeah, something like yeah. that. And just so like he didn't, they didn't kind of. He doesn't have like the benefit of like the Celtics don't have the benefit of saying, "Oh, look, we be Kyrie." Like you know, what I mean, like I mean, they won't say it, but like fans will. Um. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. If he if he does play, that'd be a really fun game. I think seeing KD and Kyrie coming out, um, two I would say one, two of the NBA's probably biggest villains right now, um, other than Harden, which he made himself a villain. Uh, yeah. I think it'll be it'll be fun to watch. Uh, I wouldn't say they're my favorite, but I think it's definitely another good one. I agree, man. Golden I, State you, Bucks. You, got, you sold that for me. I'm I'm excited for that one too. <laughs> uh, Golden State Bucks. Uh, it's gonna be really good. Uh, seeing watching Yanis and his new team, or not new team, but new players that they acquired, it'll be fun to watch against Golden State. See how they fare up against a, a tough, tough competition. Yeah. Um, I think, like you said, that Luke, that Luca, Lebron one, I think is a lot one that a lot of people are wanting wanting to see. I think that's why they had him at the nightcap, as well as, um, just the storyline of like the MVP race, like you kind of mentioned before. Um, will be fun to see it, but I don't, honestly, I'm I'm interested to see the Clippers versus Nuggets. That's my that's my fave. Little revenge action for the Clippers, you think? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little revenge. Uh, they have they bolstered their team a little bit, I would say. Um, they're trying to they're trying to like revive what little chemistry they actually had and trying to build something new. Um, so I think it's gonna be really interesting to see how they play. Also, the Nuggets lost a few players too, and Mason Plumlee, Jeremy Grant. Um, Tory Craig, I believe. Um, 
So I think it'll be interesting to see how they uh, play with their new lineup. I'm going to see how uh, Porter Jr. is implemented um, in this season. So I think it's going to be really fun to see that rematch. I think both teams are really good. And I think it will, it will kind of show us what's, who's like the kind of second in command in the West because I think the Lakers True. are first. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. My least favorite will probably have to be – I don't know. I like all these, to be honest. But if I had to pick I mean, one, it's probably Day, be... we're, we're gonna be spoiled for choice regardless. Oh, hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. I think I think I'd have to agree with you with Pelicans versus Heat. Um, Golden State is a little bit there, but I, I do want to see Steph Curry again, so that's why I, I really want to see Golden State for sure. Um, so I'll say Pelicans Heat. I'd still really love it. I want to see Zion. Really love uh, Miami. Um, seeing seeing Tyler Hero on Christmas Day is a true gift. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's my least favorite. Yeah, man. I was just thinking the NBA should start around Christmas every year, like not on that Christmas, but Christmas week, have some fire matchups, like a couple, a couple days before Christmas, like this year, and then just keep the party rolling into Christmas. And then maybe have like, yeah. I don't know, a huge couple games around New Year's too. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be really fun. I don't know if people would want to wait that long, but there's always discussions of like pushing it into the summer a little bit. Moves. Yeah. Taking advantage yeah, of that like be no fun. other sports being on. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's essentially for the schedule um, in terms of how, so the NBA only released the first half of the schedule for obvious reasons, because there's a lot of uncertainty um, right now with the league in terms of COVID uh, COVID-19 um, just some acute, like some few protocols that I've uh, seen, kind of what players have to do in case they have it. Um, so if a player is asymptomatic, they'll have to sit out ten days from when they tested positive, then then pass a, a cardiac screening, and then and then work out by themselves for two days. So that's a, about a minimum of two weeks. Fantasy, so for all the fantasy people out there, mm-hmm. if a player gets COVID and asymptomatic, you're looking at a two week absence. So that kind of sucks. Yes, uh, especially <laughs> if he's a very important player. But it's even worse, obviously, it's even worse if they have, if they are symptomatic because they not only have to sit out from 10 days from after the symptoms subside, but also they have to follow the same procedure as the asymptomatic uh, case as well. So you have a lot of time of like 10, like 14 days on top of like 10 days after your symptoms subside and on top of when your symptoms, you have them, right? So that could be a month at least. and then if it's obviously if it's a worst case of COVID, uh, knock on knock on wood, that never happens. But it's um, it'll be even longer. So just give a little little eye for for the fantasy owners out there to kind of be wary of. I mean, you can never predict these type of things, but you have to start. You definitely have to be deep. That's for sure, and be able to manage injuries as best you can throughout the season. Or maybe you have uh, your uh, and, yeah. Maybe your league manager is open to the possibility of having more IR spots perhaps okay we we have to okay this has to be a debate we have to have this on the podcast when we have time but we need to get this ir spot debate out there because what the blasphemy (laughs) that you spew when it comes to the your potential methods of increasing ir spots to an infinite amount is disturbing is absolutely disturbing are we doing this now no 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 we're not gonna do it now because we don't have we do not we do not have time i'm just saying we do not have time for this, but we will 100% have it again. And we could maybe bring someone on 
who will help monitor the debate uh, and see, make it as fair as possible. But that's gonna be yeah, a tough. No, we'll have tough to, to find that person. A proctor. Yeah, <laughs> actually. Um, okay, so yeah, and just to just to finish up, um, the so the schedule end uh, March fifth. That'll be the end of the first half, and then. Uh, from 5th to 10th will be the All-Star break where there will, so far, nothing's really been announced, but there will be no All-Star game as of now. Um, it'll just be a break from 5th to 10th because mm-hmm. the, the All-Star game was supposed, for obvious reasons, but the All-Star uh, game was supposed to be in Indianapolis, but is moved to Indianapolis in 2024. So they will not be hosting it. So, I mean, unless something happens, but it does not look like we'll get an All-Star game this year. We'll see, though. That is to be determined with all NBA's future announcements. Yeah. I don't think that's um, happening. So I think we could pretty much write that off. I don't think off. so either. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. Um, yeah, so that's in terms of all the NBA news. That's kind of where um, we'll cap it off for now because, man, I'm just super excited for what's to come. Um, next week, um, like we'll just talk to like what we'll have up and coming next week for NBA. I think we should – I want to present this to you, but I'll do it live on the podcast i want to kind of have a double header podcast but get out two next week one for nba rankings because the season will start the week after and then another one for our fantasy basketball we're finally talking fantasy basketball yes fantasy basketball rankings i know super excited fantasy basketball rankings for um that we could maybe do a, a little mock draft or something you know like just something to get the people out there um getting ready for their mock drafts uh for their draft sorry um and be able to kind of you know take our advice or not take our advice very mediocre advice i would say yeah um, I don't it's up know. to them don't blame yeah. us type thing i might have to lead a couple false trails because i don't want uh, you getting any ideas on my strategy for for our season i mean to, to be honest i know the type of players you like and i'm not picking anyone from <laughs> kentucky so you're, you're <laughs> so you're, yeah. all right Fair yeah. Enough. yeah so uh, yeah uh, so throwing that out there for you if you want to do it, I'm 100% down because the next week is going to be super busy with these type of things and we have to get them out before. You got to get these rankings out. Hey man, I got I got report cards to finish up this week, but then next week I'm looking pretty clean, so works for me. Nice, nice. Honestly, worst case, you just give those kids all C pluses, just above average, and then uh, you're good to go. C plus is above average for you? That makes sense, actually. I mean, is, <laughs> is, isn't that isn't that this, isn't wait isn't a C C an average considered in like in the Ontario uh, educational grading system? A C is like an average, and then B is good, and then A is like excellent. I don't really know. I don't, to be honest, we don't even do uh, letter grades anymore. So, and, oh, and I'm not in okay. Ontario. So, oh, true. Yeah. Well, well, I'm old, so I'm dating. In. I'm dating myself. I'm dating myself. <laughs> 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 but yeah so anyways yeah just give give give, give uh wait what do you use like percentile you don't use percentile do you no we just use different qualifiers it's kind of boring won't get okay. into it right now okay well, well then just give them all pass, I know passable saying. grades yeah, i know what you're and saying. throw it and throw in a throw in a couple a's, a's and b pluses and you're good couple of yeah. boys. <laughs> 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 exactly so all right speaking of school Great transition. Nice. God, I'm so good at this. He's natural. We're talking about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're talking about some NCAA college hoops. You know, that's uh some of our specialty here. Um it's been, it's a special time of year and like we wanna gift the audience um a lot of like you know, some compassion 
on their part and some passion on your part um, because you have a you have a soliloquy you want to present the listeners about an unfortunate group of young men <laughs> really young haven't men. performed really really young really men young, their coach really, will have you know really yeah <laughs> like the youngest man of all time <laughs> <laughs> very important that everyone uh, knows kentucky's young we get it coach cal we get it you're they're young let me finish let me finish, let okay. me finish. some passion towards this cause and i feel that the audience needs to know what you're going through so take it away liam okay so yeah and the young men is it's legit because coach cal is literally like man he's like be (laughs) mad at me these don't be mad at these young kids when it's like okay i'm gonna be mad at both of you because you're not coaching them (laughs) and the players are winning so how would i be mad at both of you guys and you stop using age as like just an excuse (laughs) for absolutely everything i get it's hard to win college basketball with just freshmen (laughs) but that's your whole strategy that you've built your program upon so then don't complain and be like oh man we're too young it's like you recruited young players (laughs) so (laughs) it's just so it's so flawed that you're going to use that as an excuse now and i'm starting to realize the, the bad part about cheering for kentucky is that you don't get to form a bond with these players over four years and watch them grow like you would a Jalen Brunson or like a as a bookie for Kansas or that kind of thing because they just leave early and also you don't win with young kids so it's not even like unless it's really (laughs) really special Anthony Davis or Carl Anthony Towns no they didn't win that year but they had a fantastic it was only yeah only Anthony Davis was the only one that Um, won with Kentucky that the bad part is you don't form a bond and you're not even winning to to counteract that so it's like (laughs) all right all right (laughs) that's okay before before you continue say save it up no save it up save it up I want you to save it let's give the audience some context to why you are so mad okay you just just swung right in there you just swung right in there (laughs) and I loved it don't get me wrong I love seeing you complain about Kentucky Kentucky but, lost Give them some last Monday, is it now, to Kansas, leading the whole game. Yeah, which is fair, which is fair, though. But, like, Kansas is a good program. By the way, awful game nothing. to watch. I was texting your brother. It was, oh, Kansas my God, home. it was terrible. And it was, like, it I was don't terrible. know, 2-2 with, like, Absolutely six, terrible. seven yeah. minutes played. <laughs> not gonna lie though not gonna lie though kentucky actually was giving it to kansas in the first half i wa- I watched i watched a lot of the game they were playing really well like the, the defensive stops the turnovers they're forcing them the, the, the hard the tough shots yeah they were playing really good defensively i actually really yeah. I, I was like really admiring what kentucky was doing until i watched the second half but yeah sorry continue. and that's fine and dandy to play good defense in the first half but when it really came down to it they just like they didn't get the stops and they did, they could not. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even actually so much that they could not score the basketball in the second half. No, they at could not. All. It was brutal. They were stuck it was on, absolutely brutal. For, on like, I don't know, the same amount of points for runs of like four or five minutes. And that turning yeah. point was when Sar went up for a massive putback and he tried to throw it down mm. too oh, hard yeah. and it went off and the back it. rim. That would have put yes, us up by four yes. and down the other way, tie game momentum shift seven minutes left at that point i was honestly like we don't have what it takes to win this game we're not gonna win this game and <laughs> what then, do you what do you think about star i kind of i kind of like him though i like star too that was yeah. like that's I'm, I'm not trying to make him a, a scapegoat uh for that. of course of course that was a bad miss though that was a bad yeah miss. it's kind of like dude just get the bucket you don't need to i understand yeah. the momentum shifting like yeah throw it down massive putback the bench is hyped yeah we're up by four yeah but 
if you miss, then you look dumb and it's a momentum swing completely the other way. Exactly. Um, and like, and like to think like, because like a lot of Kansas starters other than Abaji, is that Abaji? Yeah. Abaji did not really, Abaji, yeah, did not really play well at all. Like no, they had, they had to get literally a bench player to carry them through. That Wilson guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, J- yeah. Jalen Wilson. Yeah. So it was like, like K- Kentucky did their, what they had to do defensively. And you're like stopping all their starters and Abaji didn't even like shoot well. He went like I'm. I'm playing up the stats no, now. He went five for seventeen. I don't think a single player in that game shot well. <laughs> uh, other than other than Jalen Wilson, than he went Wilson, eight for sixteen. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so like I mean, man, it was just like it was right there, and that I think that hundred percent could have been a turning point for the next like week or so in in their matchups too, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't think Kansas. But anyways, I don't think Kansas is doing well, and we'll get into that because they got a big game tomorrow. But I don't think they're. Uh, yeah. I don't think they're legit. They didn't look that great to me. And Kentucky, they didn't are either. definitely a top. Yeah, they're definitely a top program. So it would have been a good win to have. Yeah, um, I don't think there's any scrubs by any means. Um, but yeah, continue to why you are also mad. You started with Kansas, but continue. Um, <laughs> yeah, enough with that game. And then they go on and they lose. <laughs> so that you already know they're falling out of the top twenty-five. And then I see, I'm yeah. like, okay, who's next? I see Georgia Tech, and I'm like, this is a game they lose as well. I just feel like this is exactly like Richmond, like a team that's bringing back a lot of starters, not just young kids. Georgia Tech's been awful the past few years, but they've actually been like touted as being actually kind of good this season. <laughs> You're not going to give me that one, but they like, I wouldn't be surprised if they make the tournament. Like that's, it's not a horrible loss per se, but it's I mean, a really frustrating loss and absolutely a team you should be beating. I don't, I'm not here to defend yes, them, sure. but it's not an sure, Evansville yeah. loss. Like, like we saw last year yes evansville that was really bad it's that a bad really loss bad. but it's not um, in evansville no no and but it's like like you said it's a loss they shouldn't have especially coming off uh a game you should have yeah. won you, you need about ba- you need to bounce yeah. back properly you need to bounce back properly you know mm-hmm. and i don't think i don't think they they uh answered properly and i'm i understand your frustration i'm happy to see it because i hate kentucky <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, that 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 Georgia State one, Georgia Tech one was a uh, really bad. And honestly, our teams haven't, haven't fared well with against uh, those Georgia teams, eh? Yeah. With uh, Baylor getting uh, <laughs> yeah, Baylor getting knocked out uh, by R.J. Hunter. Georgia and like what was that like? Uh, was Georgia, it Georgia State? State? Yeah. <laughs> so many freaking Georgia yeah, three, Tech, three, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia State, Georgia yeah. Southern. Yeah, fourteen three. Yeah, geez. <laughs> State of um, Georgia. Yeah, that's, State that's of Georgia's like, got it. Got that. Got our number. Got our number. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm happy to see that you're enjoying college basketball, though. Yeah, feisty as ever. <laughs> it'll improve. Uh, Cal always does get the teams playing well. Don't always yeah. play as well as they should. Like everyone on is online is kind of like, oh, Cal always figures it out. And it's kind of like, well, he figures it out, but like, when's the last time they're in the Final Four? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like with, yeah, with no, all the true. players they get, it's figuring out is relative, I guess. Which they well, will, it's, they it's will a, look better than this, but this Kentucky the thing team isn't is, going to a final. Yeah, four. yeah, and the thing is, like Kentucky's never worried about really winning championships. I mean, they obviously are, but Calipari's always says his goal is to just pump out, make these kids ready for the next stage, right? And so, that's the frustrating part about being a fan. And we want to win. I don't care who gets how many lottery yeah. picks you have, Cal. 
Win games. Th- those uh, you're not gonna have Tyler Hero or Demarcus Cousins or John Wall as a banner on your gym. You're gonna have national championships. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you're not gonna have first overall pick Anthony Davis on your. I mean, he won a championship. So I shouldn't say yeah. Carl Anthony Towns, mm-hmm. uh, first overall pick on your on your gym, right? Exactly. So, yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's tough, but I mean, you chose it, so I'm not I'm not mad. I chose this life. Yeah. You chose life this I life. Chose. Yeah. Speaking, actually, just to tie in to what we were talking about before, quickly, let's keep this really quick. How do you like that John Wall Demarcus Cousins pairing? The Kentucky, the Kentucky <laughs> fellows. And this might have been before you were a, a, an a official fan. It was before I was an official they, fan. I'll admit that. But yeah, yeah the Achilles uh, brothers. But how do you we'll like see, that? We'll see how <laughs> how well the Achilles brothers can do with their patch together. Achilles, I don't. Yeah, I'm not they're, expecting they're huge things. Yeah, they're throwing it back to those Kentucky days together. What a, what an amazing team that was! I'm surprised they didn't win the national championship. To be honest, didn't even make the final um, four. <laughs> no, they didn't. So disappointing. It was a John Wall, Demarcus Cousins. Uh, they had um, was it Eric Bledsoe? No, I don't know if he was the same year. I don't know. I I'm not 100 percent sure. Kid Gilchrist, yeah. maybe someone else. Kid. No, I, no, that was, was after. Gilchrist a year sure. later. Yeah, it was after. Um, anyways, but yeah, that was an amazing team. Um, and then yeah, so yeah, it's tough to see. Uh, and it's also what else is also tough to see is like all these games being canceled. We were robbed on college basketball. You were robbed, but we, we were, were absolutely. All robbed I was again. robbed. Of Gonzaga versus Baylor. I was so hyped oh, for that God. game. Two best teams in the I country. Know. And they look and like the worst keeping part, like two best teams in the country. And the worst part, it was like super last minute too. So it's not oh, like we yeah, could I, even prepare ourselves I woke for up it. on Saturday being like, all right, watch some soccer in the morning. And then uh, some awesome yeah. college basketball game at 1030 my time. Yeah, I was I was on my phone. And when I saw like you were in the group chat, you were talking. I was just on my phone waiting for it. And I didn't really check it. I was just kind of preparing for what was to come. And then I just see you said, oh, like, how about them, ba- like, Baylor and Gonzaga? I'm like, wait, no, don't tell yeah. me. And I check on my phone, and it was, like, canceled. And I'm like, what the hell, why? And then I just saw, well, Gonzaga had two cases of uh, COVID, unfortunately. One was a player, and I think one was a staff. So I know, all, hopefully all the best to them. Like, you never want to see that happen. But it's just frustrating as a fan. Um, like, you look forward to these games. And I, I watched an interview with like Mark Few and um, Coach Drew from Baylor, and and the Mark Few is like the coach for Gonzaga, and they were saying like they're gonna try their best to have this game played again sometime in they the future. They better make it up. Man. And I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping. Yeah. Um, but it was just man, it's just so so discouraging seeing that, and that's gonna happen all season. And it's gonna be the same with the NBA. Um, coach is gonna be scrambling for matchups. Like Baylor just can- canceled the game tw- like tomorrow, the first home game. Um, against Nichols, I know it's not an exciting game, but um, <laughs> they, <laughs> against two, but, it, they, it's, it's <laughs> but it's a game in itself no, that yeah, that was the first. Like I'm sure if I was in Waco, I'd be disappointed if I uh, if I had like tickets to go watch it. Um, I mean, granted, I mean I'm smart, so I'd be at home. But like yeah. people who had tickets to watch it, um, it was yeah, it sucks. And they're saying there's a they have a team to be determined on Wednesday, but like still, man, like you're gonna have to rearrange your schedule and do everything just to accommodate all these things. And it's frustrating. It's really frustrating as a fan. And I really hope, um, not like I understand there's going to be games postponed, but I just really hope none of these bigger games that all of us are waiting to watch don't get postponed because the more we, the more things postponed, the more like I'm having eerie, um, kind of thoughts to what's happening to come for March madness and things like that. Um, I just want, the season doesn't have to be a complete season, but a season in itself where things will be norm, relatively normal. At least we'll have a 
some maybe some conference tournaments. We'll at least crown a champion for each conference, and we'll be able to at least see March Madness and do a bracket yeah. and maybe party virtually. Like who knows yeah. what's gonna happen by then? But like, you know, like I just can't wait just to see it, and I really hope it happens. And that's my my passionate rant. You got one, I got one now. So yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I feel like we should do a bit of a disclaimer in the sense that like obviously there's bigger things going on in the world than fans of course, being able of to course, watch college course, basketball. Yes, I hope yes, that goes course, without saying and like yes, we're talking yes, from course, a point of, of privilege. Happy you said that. Because we are privileged. Yeah, 100%. And 100% obviously bigger yeah. problems, but it is like we want to see college basketball. I understand there's safety concerns, yes, but yes. Uh yeah. just a disclaimer kind kind of thing. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm happy you said it because yeah, we are very privileged, privileged to be able to make this podcast for all of you and uh yeah but it, we hope the best for everyone who's inflicted by it but it is as a fan it's understandably frustrating that some of these things happen right and it's gonna happen with every it's happening with every sport so all right dan uh, you uh you and the listener want to hear listeners want to hear some college basketball winners coming up so this is what i've been looking for the entire podcast is the um obviously you guys know the segment if you've been listening but liam's <laughs> Deadlocks. Deadlocks. Guaranteed locks. Well, I got it last week. <laughs> I said uh, Michigan State and Kansas, and Michigan State, Kansas won. So there's there two winners. Go. Michigan State was even Pin a betting pad underdog. With key locks. Every, what are they called? Dunlop locks or Dudley locks, whatever you call it. Padlocks. Yeah, whatever. The Pad combo locks. locks. Whatever you want. Combo locks. All right. The ones you slide up and down, you go <laughs> all over the doors, and that, that's the kind of lock. Yeah, we got we got those locks. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's hear it. Let's um, hear it. And also, on a side note, I'm I'm 10 and 3. Or no, sorry, I was 10 and 3. Now I'm 12 and 5. I'm 12 and 5 on the season in college basketball betting. Um, just so you guys know. Whoa. Just so you guys know. 12 Whoa. and 5. That's like, a, that's a, that makes that's the playoffs really... in the NFL. It's a good NFL team. Yeah. And, five. and on top of that, you made a lot, I'm assuming, a decent amount of change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I always back <laughs> my bets with at least $5 stakes. <laughs> so there you go. High roller. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. Looking at tomorrow, I'm going to. Go, let's go. I'm ready. So, kind of using Ken Palm. I'm a little, it's a little bit math above my head, but kind of, I was kind of reading up on it a little bit um, to try and kind of predict the lines. Ma- wait, Matt, wait, wait, math above your head. Didn't you get a minor in math in university? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I did. No but, way. Not above your head. <laughs> not above your head. <laughs> I actually didn't get a minor. I got a teachable. Um, okay, this is okay, way okay, above okay. the, the level it. that I teach. So <laughs> there's a reason why it was only a teachable and it didn't become a major Dan. <laughs> Um, but anyways, the Ken Palm, they're able to kind of predict what the spread is going to be. You need a bunch of different numbers that I just didn't really of course, yeah. have the time to put together. And, and but, just, just a side thing, like, just like we, we always listen, like we always hear Ken Palm when it comes to like, um, grading like college basketball teams, right? You're always going to hear that term and don't feel bad everyone, unless you're an analytics and you're an analyst. No one knows what it means. Yeah, so no. It's we can we can just, we could kind of describe it to you. Just, we could kind of describe it to you, but Liam, you give the gist. You give it. It just says I'm just going to be very basic. It says how good yeah. teams are: offensive efficiency, yeah, defensive efficiency, essentially. <laughs> and it has a calculation for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, won't get into yeah, it. Okay. But I'll basically, continue, okay. Sorry. So I'm going to try and predict the lines, and then also predict winners based on those lines. Um, so got double ahead. predictor here. So starting off okay. tomorrow, number nine, Creighton, number seven, Kansas. Um, that should be fun. Marcus Zigorowski, 
uh, lighten it up at Creighton. Good start to the season. Kansas, I've not been impressed by. I do think Kansas, nope. the name value, will have them favorites. I'm going to say they're a four-point favorite. And, and I'm, we're sorry, where is this? Do you, do you know if the who's home in a way? Yeah, Kansas is home. Kansas home? I okay. believe. Okay. You might have to double check, but it's listed. They're listed as the home. T- yeah, Lawrence, Kansas. Okay, there we go. They're okay. listed as the home okay. team. Just wanted Perfect. to make sure it wasn't neutral okay. site. Got it. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say Kansas is a four-point favorite. Line isn't out yet. Um, okay. And I'm going to I'm gonna hammer Creighton as a betting I, I against the spread agree. and money line. I like Creighton. No, I think they're you're getting, doing it. Oh, you're yeah. Doing it. Okay. I think they're getting disrespected. Okay. Uh, Kansas, pure name value. <laughs> Kansas beats Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky sucks. Creighton's going to take Kansas <laughs> to the cleaners. Um, so there you go. We'll look out to see if the I love how I love, I love how this all circle, circles back to Kentucky sucking. Yeah. I love how you did that. You I didn't go. have to do it. You did it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna go with that. Um, I like that. I like it. Iowa at home to North Carolina. Iowa has okay. been obviously Luca Garza's looking awesome. Luca Garza, man. Oh my god. North what Carolina amazing. looks pretty good in the Maui Jim Maui Invitational that wasn't actually played in Maui. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love they it. made the finals and lost to Texas. I'm going to say at home, mm-hmm. Iowa's because they're again name brand. You got to factor these in with college basketball yeah. lines. I'm going to say Iowa's a mm-hmm. favorite because I think they're a better team, but it won't be too big. They'll probably be like a three point favorite, honestly, pretty close to a pick. Okay. I think. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go with Iowa to cover that spread. Anything under five, I think Iowa covers. Gar- yes, Garza's yes. a man okay. possessed. And I just think, oh he, my gosh, yeah. he's a beast. Yeah. I think he's going to be un- unplayable. And uh, yeah, not, not, not too much more than that. Iowa gets the win, covers the spread, oh, like win that. by uh, six, like seven that. points. Okay. I like that. I like that. Home too. I mean, there's not, I don't know where there'll be fans. I don't even know the, those states, what the restrictions are. But either way, you're playing in your home court. Yeah. I won't be, obviously, as, as uh, it still matters. So yep. I agree. I like those. I really like those. Uh, Liam uh, padlocks. Yeah, I got one more this week. I got one more. Oh, you have. Oh my I god, got one even more. better. Dan, even tomorrow better. we've got a triple header of awesome games, and it's Duke <laughs> playing at home to Illinois. Now I think Ooh. I think Illinois should be favored in this game, but I think it's going to be very close to a pick'em. Um, and in that sense, I, so? yeah, I think pretty. I think Duke name brand. Um, but I think yeah. Illinois is a better team. So I'm going to pick Illinois to win this game. Whatever the spread is, it'll probably, it's not going to be anything more than Illinois minus three. Um, mm-hmm. So I would go, especially if it's possible they're an underdog too. If, if they're an underdog, I'll be hammering the money line, hammering I would be too, yeah. the spread. All right. I that. So tomorrow, yeah. Illinois to beat Duke, Iowa to win, to beat and cover the spread against North Carolina wow. and Creighton to win outright um as an underdog against kansas there's liam's locks okay love it i absolutely love those liam uh liam was it dudley or dudley locks yeah i love it i love it (laughs) maybe get a sponsorship (laughs) from uh from dudley's locks (laughs) dudley's locks you're listening sponsor the segment yeah what what's what's more secure than liam's lock a dudley lock (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah purchase one at your local walmart <laughs> or uh from your local target for all our, oh speaking or target for all our american listeners shout out to some of our american listeners out there i see you yeah i see you listen to our pod i appreciate it i uh, appreciate all the love um but yeah as sure as sure as of a as a liam lock you got a dudley lock there you go mm-hmm. right there it writes itself 
the script writes itself. But yeah, fun day tomorrow, college basketball. Tune in, guys. I cannot wait. We have, and we will definitely be tuning in. Uh, we'll be seeing. We could give a. some live updates on our Instagram page. So follow Ooh. at two compass podcast. Okay. We'll get some live looks at what Liam predicted and some, uh, and kind of just say what kind of what the score is and see how Liam's faring. Yeah. You guys give a live look at that and see how you guys, how you guys fare w- with Liam and how Liam fares with the, yeah. with the games. Yeah. And Hey guys, if, so if be fun, I, I, I don't even know if I want to say this yet, but if they lose, I'm losing real money. So, and I, I'm not, I'm not backing all my bets. Don't so feel bad. Yeah. Don't, yeah, uh, don't feel bad. Like it's Do bad. If you, bad. if you want to come at me with, man, your bets lost money, lost me money. They lost me money too, man. I feel just as bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and, <laughs> and, and if you guys ever want to reach out to us, like I said, uh, two compass podcast at gmail.com, yeah. reach out to us, any questions, or if you just want to just go at Liam's head for, um, yeah. putting you on those, those bets. I could take it. Feel free. I'm a grown man. Feel free. He could take it. He's a, he could take it. You've seen how he handles losses with yeah. the Kentucky losses. Yeah, exactly. You've seen how he handles yeah. It's Just a man. Prepared, it's a grown man loss. Be prepared right to, be, to receive paragraphs if you uh, if message me <laughs> talking about that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. I think that's going to conclude our pod for this week. Um, we covered a lot. We spent a lot of time on that Wizard Westbrook trade. A lot of layers to it. Like yeah. an onion uh a proper a proper onion um but yeah no i love it we have a more amazing stuff coming up like i said we're gonna try to get two pods on next week maybe Ooh. we'll see how busy we are with our regular lives um other than you basketball even though ba- you could say basketball is <laughs> our regular lives yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah we'll try to get two out one for fancy basketball probably that'll be the first one we do to get you guys ready for the, all the drafts you guys will do and then the second one will be on just NBA rankings, what we think, how th- we think the East is going to fare, even though we talked about it a bit, how the West is going to fare, and we'll talk about it, explain why we picked those certain picks. So uh, th- thank you so much, guys, for tuning in um, and listening. Uh, we really appreciate all the support um, we have on Spotify, our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Please follow our Instagram accounts. And I'll leave our, my last word to my dear friend Liam. Liam, what do you have to say to them? Yeah, no, that's another fun podcast, Dan. Uh, love doing this. Um, Get out there and watch basketball guys. And as the absolute last word, Kentucky, get out there and get a win. Just get a win. Kentucky. (laughs) Get a, get a win. And uh, you know what? And the more serious, no, stay safe. Stay safe, everyone. All right. Thanks, Liam. We'll see you next time. Peace. My pleasure.